talking about A Course in Miracles, I decided to look it up because I love Marianne Williamson's books and I know she's a teacher of the course. And I listened to the audiobook and I went on to Amazon and purchased the workbook, which I can't wait for it to come. And it's just been so inspiring. And I've just been feeling so great the last two weeks. And it's not to say it hasn't been challenging because there are some concepts that I'm like resistant to, but I think the concepts that we hesitate or trigger us the most are the ones that we need the most. Uh So I've really been loving it. I love that. I love it. Has anything stood out to you in terms of concept or has anything kind of gave you a feeling of like, that's so true. Yeah. I like where she says, uh, or in the course it says Uh all relationships are assignments. Yes. And how we see other people is really how we see ourselves, how we treat other people is how we treat ourselves and that it's helpful to try to see the innocence in everyone because whether you use the term God or Jesus or universe, Uh we're all children of God. Yes. (laughs) It's really, you know what I find with A Course in Miracles, it's the most radical of all practices because it really makes no exceptions. It's like the person who cursed you out at the supermarket and punched you in the face, you have to forgive them. You have to, you know, their pain, you have to recognize that they're in pain and that they only did that because they're suffering enormously. And you, it's, it's very much a spiritual lifestyle like if you choose to follow the principles you really become like Wayne Dyer or Mother Teresa or Eckhart Tolle and they're the ego resist it because we're taught we have to protect ourselves and if someone punches us in the face we what do you mean forgive them like he just punched me in the face like what the hell like so the mind can't comprehend this lifestyle But what A Course in Miracles says is basically there's two thought systems. There's the thought system of the world, and there's the way that most people live. 99.9% of people say, he punched you in the face? Punch him back. What, what, you know? Or, oh my God, this person did this? He's a jerk. Like, most people live their life that way. And most people are unhappy. Most people are unhappy. They're happy for short moments. They're happy when they go on vacation. They're happy when they buy something. They're happy like they plan a party. They're happy. But most of the time, they're either not happy or they're kind of just kind of going through the motions. And of course, the miracle says, if you're following this thought system, look at what life is becoming for you. Like you've lived this way your whole life. If you're willing to say, well, this isn't working. I've lived this way and I've been unhappy. What is another thought system? And it's radical. And it's like, if I see, if I say, I don't like you because you're manipulative, that means that there's some manipulative energy in me. Or, you know, it's, it's, it's all about you take responsibility for Every thought you have, no anger is justified, no sadness is justified. You know, if I wake up in the morning and the voice in my head says, 
Jesse, you look like shit. Blah, 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 some crap to me. I can't be a student of A Course in Miracles and believe that. That's not, I don't, I've chosen, I've literally said, I will not live that way. So then I have to sit down and I have to say, okay, I have a fearful thought. My fearful thought is, I don't look good, I'm getting older, whatever it is. You know, a million fearful, there's so many fearful thoughts, you know. And then just following A Course in Miracles is like, this thought is not true. This is from the old thought system. This is from the thought system of, I have to look like the women in the magazine. Well, that's the, the thought system of the world. The thought system of A Course in Miracles is, I'm beautiful. I'm a child of the universe. I'm perfect. If, I, if, if the universe wanted me to have a smaller nose and bigger boobs, the universe would have given it to me. So I can't wake up and complain because it, it, that's, that's not following the thought system. And what I've noticed is when I follow the thought system of Course in Miracles, as crazy as it is, my life keeps getting better and better. And when I follow the thought system of the world, I feel unhappy, I feel stuck, I feel shitty. It's like, you know, and so I love that you're getting into it there's a lot to get into do you want to see the book i'm leaning oh yes <laughs> i'm leaning my phone on oh i love it that's so and exciting my first thing in the morning i read it it's I huge read just one section because i've already read it so many times and i take notes and i have my notes here and i've taken notes every time i've read it for years so i have the same notes probably but i don't care i just keep taking notes and so every day I'll chew on the chapter um, and then I'll take notes, uh, you know, so like yesterday and then I'll sort of think, how could this apply to my day? You know, so like yesterday I was reading to have peace, teach peace. So one of the spiritual truths in A Course in Miracles, which is against the thought system of the world, is having and being are one and the same. So if you want to to have something you have to be it if you want to have love you have to be love if you want to have abundance you have to be abundance so if you want to have abundance you have to be in an in an alignment with abundance which means you're very generous you're not worried you're very free with money and it's the the spiritual idea is Whatever you are, you will have. If you know, like, if you are adventurous, you will have adventure. If you are loving and you love yourself, you will you will have love. You know, um, and so you know, and then you know, like, just reading on. I'm just reading my notes. You know, and then it says, if you don't have this, it says there can be no conflict between sanity and insanity. And I like that it says fear is insane. Like, it's insane. It makes no room for the ego. There's no room for insecurity. There's no room for doubt. There's no room for judgment. Like, there's abs. Like, it's the, it's the most hardcore path. It's like, I'm judging this woman who called me a cunt yesterday. Like, it's hardcore. It's like, I'm judging her. I need to release this judgment because it's, it's fucking up my day. Like, so even though she literally looked me in the eyes and called me a cunt, and I, not that this happened to me, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> the, most, the most extreme case, 
there's no wiggle room because according to A Course in Miracles, you're insane because the, the world is a hologram and everything we see is a projection of our own mind. And everyone you meet is an assignment meant to heal you in some way. So the woman who maybe called you a rude name, she's the angry part of your personality and there's anger in you. So you can't judge her because I'm sure you, you know, maybe you didn't go around calling someone a curse word, but, but you've got anger in you. You could easily be that woman too, you know? Yeah. So it's like, so you can't judge them. And what I found is that when I am not judging, not projecting, when I'm thinking positive thoughts, I feel happy and I'm in the vortex and I manifest. And why do I manifest? Because I'm not complaining about other people. I'm not judging other people. I'm not criticizing myself. Like when you follow A Course in Miracles, you're like, okay, if I'm going to judge this woman for being mean, it's literally pulling me out of my vortex. It's like Abraham Hicks and A Course in Miracles are hand in hand. You know, it's pull if I'm sitting around, oh my gosh, she called me a bit. Who is this woman? Like, let me call. Oh my God, this woman called me a bit. It's, it's, I can't manifest. But if I say, I forgive her, she's the angry part of me. I have anger in me. She has anger in her. Granted, I maybe I'm not cursing someone out, but she's probably in pain. She probably grew up with parents who went around cursing people out. And she woke up in the morning hating her guts and took it out on me. And so I pray for her. I pray she finds peace because it's hard to be a human being. And like, I'm trying to find peace. I pray she finds peace. And I'm going to let it go. So it's like in following the principles, you manifest because you don't carry any negativity. All negative thinking, of course, miracles describes as fear. All the voice in your head, all nitpicking, judgment, pushing people away. I don't like this about you. I don't like this about myself. I don't like this about the house. I don't like this about life. You know, it's of course miracles is like that's all fear. You're you're seeing the world through the eyes of fear. And when you start to see the world differently, you manifest more because you're in a different vibration. So I love that. I love the the mirror concept. Everything we see in another, we see in ourselves, and anything we love about another, it's because we have that too. So it's just seeing the world as a mirror and seeing people as assignments. Like, what is this person here to teach me? What is this? What is this experience here to teach me? What, what can I learn? How can I grow instead of complaining or resisting it saying, this is an opportunity. This negative situation is an opportunity for me to grow even more in alignment with love. And when I grow more in alignment with love, I manifest without even thinking about it. So it's just getting rid of the fearful thinking, getting rid of low vibrating thoughts. And the more you listen to it, the more you will start to think that way. It's like just letting it feed your mind, you know, like having and being are the same. You can't get, you can't have unless you give. Like, of course, Miracle says there's no such thing as loss. Everything you give, you give to yourself. Of course, Miracle says all attack is self-attack. Meaning if you attack someone else, if you yell at someone else, you're attacking yourself. There's no such thing as attacking someone else. 
everything you do to someone else, you do to yourself. If you curse someone else out, you are cursing. You're literally attacking yourself. And if you think about it, it makes sense because you feel shitty. You know, if you complain about someone, you wind up feeling crummy. Like, and, and most of the time, they don't even feel crummy. It's like you're complaining about them walking around. I can't believe they did that. And you feel crummy. So it's self-attack. So it's just getting those, of course, Michael calls it attack thoughts. The ego is always attacking my ego. It attacks me. It attacks my partner, Tim. It attacks, my ego doesn't like, my ego right now doesn't like the weather in New York. My ego is complaining. She doesn't like the weather. She wants to go somewhere. She'll, her, her attack is nonstop. So then seeing it and saying, that's just my ego but my spirit that I can tune into, my spirit loves everybody. My spirit knows that everybody is a child of God and that people who act mean are hurt. They don't want to act mean. Nobody wants to be mean. Like the worst people are just wounded people. That's all it is. You get wounded. Life is hard. Life is very hard. And people just grow up and they experience pain and they have negative experiences and then they take it out on other people because they don't know how to deal with their pain. So they just become hardened by it. You know, it's like, look at children. All children are sweet and innocent. And then life happens to them and they grow up and they go through so many shitty experiences that they grow up and all of a sudden they're an asshole. But the truth is they were born sweet and innocent. And so A Course in Miracles is saying these souls have been wounded and they have not awakened yet. You have awakened, so you know more. And so the awakened person has to be the one who can can look at someone older than them and say, that 60-year-old, she's 30 years older than me, but she's unconscious. She's, she's being mean to me because she's unconscious. And that's where Jesus said, forgive them for they know not what they do. They don't know what they're doing. So it's almost like saying once you've waken up, you can't judge the people who have not woken up. It's, it's too, it doesn't help. The only thing you can do is pray for them to wake up and, and hold space for them in your mind. Like this person is going to wake up one day. They are going to wake up. And right now they're asleep. They're identified with fear. They're identified with a negative emotion. They think they're being attacked. So they're attacking me. And so, but in the, in the seeing the truth of, of who they are, which is they're unconscious and they're wounded, you kind of forgive them. It's like, you know, this 60 year old woman who's wicked, she probably had a lot of hardship that turned her into this mean bitchy woman you know and she just didn't know how to deal with it and she just became a bitch you know and so it's very it's very intense but it's transformative so tell me so how has this have you applied any of this with your relationship with nick or have you found yourself thinking about how it can actually apply to day-to-day -day situations yeah i i've noticed so many judgments coming up that i'm like oh my goodness uh fear thoughts can be so like they can pass us by and we don't even recognize them until 
like I've learned this material. Even yesterday, I was on my way to yoga and this woman cut me off. And I think that driving teaches us patience more than anything else. And she made it a point to like look out her window and like flip me off. And I, for a second, I got so heated and I felt like screaming, you bitch, like fuck yourself. And then I was like, okay, like I just noticed the judgment coming up and I just felt the anger. And then I said to myself, maybe perhaps this person was sent to me because they needed someone to pray for them. So in that moment, I just took all of that like emotion charged emotions. And I just said, God, I pray for this person to get to where they need to be safely. And I pray for myself. And I was like, it felt so much better. Yes. And you know what it is too? When I drive, I do the same thing. I always think to myself, this person probably woke up. Her husband is having an affair. Her teenage son cursed her out and said, I hate you. Her job, her boss is attacking her. She she looks in the mirror. She's like, I'm ugly. I'm worthless. I'm gaining weight. I'm a horrible human being. She gets on the road with all of this pain. And now the first person she can take it out on, she takes it out on that person. And so what I always think when I'm driving is like, this person, if I don't pray for them, they're going to get in an accident. Like they're not safe drivers. They're volatile drivers. So I'm always like, go ahead. I pray for you. I pray that you do not get in an accident because in this energy, you're accident prone, you know, like, and it's the same idea. It's just, that's it. It's letting it, you know, the more you study it and you catch your mind, it's, it's a practice every moment of watching your, your ego. And it does. And it's, and the more you do it, the higher your vibration And you become a magnet for what you want. Because the only thing that keeps you from what you want, it are the judgment thoughts, the insecurity, the doubt, the resistance, the, you know, all that negative stuff. If you're just thinking light thoughts all day long, you just manifest. If you're just like, oh, am I going to make gingerbread this holiday season? How do you make gingerbread cake? I don't know. Oh, let me look it up. Oh, how am I going to decorate? Oh, what books am I going to read? What are my goals for today? You know, like if you're just keeping it light, like what am I grateful for? Maybe I could send my best friend a Christmas card. What's her address? Like as long as it's light, you just manifest. It's the minute that these insidious thoughts come in. And you, and of course in miracles makes you more present to them. It's like you're in the shower, all of a sudden 18 minutes have gone by and you've had 40 judgments, you know, and you've criticized your body seven times and you don't even know, you don't even realize because the thoughts just are so small and they're so like, oh my gut, look at my gut. Oh, I haven't shaved my legs in three days. Why am I so hairy? Oh, I'm a little jiggly boy, I'm very pale. Why am I, have I always been this pale? I'm getting flabby. Like all of a sudden you come out of the shower, your vibration is is so much lower. And it's like, you know, it's, and it's just like, why am I thinking these thoughts? I love that. So see, that's the practice that's going to raise your vibration and just catching those judgment thoughts. Have you caught anything with Nick? 
Well, I have zero complaints about him, but I still do have judgments coming up in my mind, like projecting into the future. And I like how the Course in Miracles says so many of us are focused on if what we're being given is enough, if we're being shown enough love, but instead of focusing on me, 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 reframing to how can I give more love? How can I show up more for this person? Yes. Everything you give, you get back. Yes, A Course in Miracles says the ego is concerned with getting. And you have to move from getting to giving. And it's very much just becoming, living a spiritual life. It's hardcore. It's hardcore. It's I, anyone who chooses this path, first of all, is hardcore is a little crazy you know to choose really to choose this lifestyle it's no joke it really and of course in miracles it's it really is such a rigorous curriculum like there's no room for fear there's no room for judgment there's no room for insecurity and the ego resists it the ego fights it because the ego is built on those things. The ego is the idea of separation. The ego is the idea you are a body and I am a body and your name is Lauren and my name is Jesse and I am a collection of memories. I am my parents. I am where I grew up in Brooklyn. I am half Puerto Rican, half Hungarian. I, I am my hair. I am my body. I am my, you know, my memories. That This is Jesse. But what happens is if right now, if I lost my legs and if I had amnesia, that's actually not me. My coll- if my collection of memories went and my body got destroyed in a fire, none of those things is actually me. But the ego thinks that those things are me. The ego thinks that Jesse is the person who grew up in Brooklyn and had these two parents but that's not the truth the truth of me is i am the consciousness that's having an experience in the moment and there's only the present moment that only in this moment whatever consciousness is communicating with you and sitting in this office and 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 being in this experience that's jesse but jesse is not this body this you know, this personality self, Jesse's not Democrat or Republican or black or white, like the world likes to separate, you know, none of those things matter. We're all the same. It doesn't matter. You're not your race. You're not your gender. You're not your look. You're the soul. And the soul only knows love. The ego has to be separate. The ego likes to say, you're you and I'm me. So I have to protect myself from you in case you hurt me. But the spirit says, no, you and I are one, the consciousness that's having an experience in your body and the consciousness that's having an experience that's animating me is the same consciousness. And so if I yell at you, I'm yelling at me. If I'm, if I love you, I love me. If I give to you, I give to me. So the laws of the universe are different from the laws of what the world teaches us, which is if I give you, I have less. And, and so it's a thought reversal. Of course, Merkel says a lot of the work is it's thought reversal. It's like the ego thinks giving is losing, but the soul knows giving is you only give when you have. So if you are identified with having, you will give. If you're identified with lack, you won't give. You're going to hold it tight 
because you don't think you have enough. So it's like learning the laws of the universe and then seeing the way you live your life is completely different. You know, it's just everything gets turned upside down. And the ego is afraid of receiving love. So the ego finds things it doesn't like about people as a way of keeping them separate instead of saying, wait a minute, you and I can come together. I don't need to push you away. My ego is always searching for things it doesn't like about you the same way it's always searching for what? Things it doesn't like about me, right? Like it's the same way it's beating me up. It's beating everybody else up. It's complaining about everything about me. And so, of course, it's going to complain about my friends, you know, my partner, my family, because that's what it does. You know, that's what, and it's only when I'm willing to start saying, I'm amazing. I'm terrific. No, 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 mind. I'm not, no, no, so what? I didn't do laundry yesterday. Who gives a shit? I'll do it whenever I want to do it, you know? Like, so what? I watched four hours of bacon shows and ate cupcakes, you know, like, I'm amazing and everyone around me is amazing. You know, so what? My partner didn't do the dishes or, you know, it's like the ego is always on the hunt. You know, it's just on the hunt. And once you, of course, Merkel says, become vigilant for it. You have to watch because it's very tricky and the ego is very convincing. And it's just always looking to sabotage you all of the time, always. And it's looking to limit the amount of love you can receive because it's rooted in fear and so once you're able to step out of that you realize you are powerful you start to become more confident because you realize this ego isn't even me i'm not this ego i am a powerful being i am a child of god i am innocent i don't have to beat myself up for anything I'm innocent. I forgive myself. I say that all the time. I forgive myself. Like this week I got angry and I acted like a lunatic. And very quickly I was like beating myself up and I thought, what, what is the spiritual thing to do? And I thought, I have to forgive myself. And I thought, so what? I acted like a lunatic. Oh, well, I'm a human being. I'm not Eckhart Tolle. <laughs> like, Oh, well, and I just kept saying, and then my mind went to, wanted to go back to, oh, Jesse, you shouldn't have, uh, and I said, you know what? I forgive myself. I'm sorry. I forgive myself. I made a mistake. I'm a person. I'm not going to beat myself up. Universe, I apologize. Teach me what you want to teach me, and just that forgiveness, and then when someone does something that's annoying, I'm willing to forgive them. The other thing I love about A Course in Miracles, and then I'm going to ask you questions and stop talking, but this is a topic I love is that you only need, of course, Merkel says you only need willingness, meaning you don't need to know how to do anything. So I want to forgive this woman for calling me a cunt. I don't know how to. Right now, I'm so angry. I want to kill somebody. I'm willing to forgive her, universe. I'm willing to. I don't know how. You help me forgive her. It's like you don't have to know how to do anything. I'm willing to be confident. I woke up this morning. The My ego has come up with 13 reasons why I'm a horrible person. Universe, I choose love over this. I'm willing to be confident. I don't know how to be confident. You show me. It's like... You, it all it says all it takes is your willingness because we have free will so the universe wants to help us
but we have to let we have to open up to that help so if i'm walking around saying i hate that woman i hate that woman i hate her i hope she gets hit by it oh let me call someone i hate her i hate her i hate her like there's no the universe can't take that anger from you you are literally whole you're perpetuating the anger but if you say well my ego woke up this morning let me write out everything i hate about her i hate this i hate that i hate, ugh, I hate this i hate this oh this bitch hate this hate this hate this okay universe Here's what my ego feels. My ego thinks she is a bitch. She should have sent that text message to me. She always dresses like a hoe. She <laughs> is the worst person I've ever met. She lied to me last year. Here's all this crap my ego is saying. This is what makes her a bitch. I don't know how to love this woman. I don't, universe. She seems very hard to love from my perspective. So I don't know how to love her. I'm willing to love her. I'm willing to. I don't know how to do it, but I'm willing. So you show me I'm willing to love her. I'm willing to choose peace. I'm willing to forgive her. I'm willing to believe that she was hurt. And that creates the space for new ways of thinking. Because like Abraham Hicks says, thoughts have momentum. So if you're thinking thoughts of despair, an inspiring thought will never come to you. If you're in a depressed state, you're never going to just get an idea for a genius business. If you're in an ecstatic, blissful state, you'll randomly be like, oh my God, I just got a great idea. I know exactly who to call. Like your thoughts will meet you at the level of vibration that you're at. And so if you're stuck in anger, you can never have a higher vibrating thought. You have to shift out of anger to get a better thought. So by you saying, I hate this woman, but I'm willing to forgive her. I'm willing to choose peace. It starts to, to open you up to receiving better thoughts. All of a sudden, your friend will point out to you, you know, that woman and for her. Oh, now you're at a higher thought, you know, now. So once you're willing, the universe kind of gives you different ways to look at the same situation and the universe will show you the person you hate. Actually, she could be your best friend. Actually, this is the person who, if you made amends with this person, this is going to be your business partner in a year. You know, like that's how the universe works. Like that person you literally hated is going to wind up in some way making you a million dollars. Like, but you have to first go through the spiritual act to get to that perception. You have to be willing to let go of judgment. And then all of a sudden your life starts changing and you're like, people I used to hate are my friends. Things that used to upset me don't upset me. I used to hate myself. Now I only love myself. What the fuck is going on? You know, so I love it. I love that you're, you're practicing it. So what else is going on? What's going on in your universe? What's, what's going on in your psyche? Yeah. Um, so I'm still searching for a job, but I'm listening to my inner guidance of not harping on it and kind of what you suggested, taking the weight off my shoulders. And actually... The day after our session, I got a call for a job interview. So I was like, this is so funny <laughs> how that works. Um, so I'm just trying to take the pressure off and act on 
inspired guidance to yes. apply, to take the next steps when I can, and then just kind of letting it go and just yes. trusting it will work out when it should. Yes. It's been kind of a challenge, but I'm still practicing releasing that expectation and attachment to a certain outcome. Yes. Yes. It's not easy, but that's why I like the Course in Miracles. It's the willingness. Yeah. Because I'm not good at most of this spiritual stuff. It doesn't come natural to me, any of this stuff. So I like a Course in Miracles because it's like, I don't know how to surrender. I'm pretty attached to this thought. I'm willing to surrender it, right? Like I'm willing. I don't even know how to do it. Universe, show me, teach me how to surrender. Take it from me. I'll say take this thought from, or take this anger from me. I'm willing to let it go. I'm, I'm willing to give it to you or take this doubt from me or take this attachment from me. I'm willing to let go of this attachment and I don't even need to know how, but I love that you are letting go and surrendering and trusting you feel much lighter to me your energy yeah thank you <laughs> you feel much lighter to me for sure oh that's such a compliment thank you so much for sure i really so how's it. it how's it going with nick nikki poo i don't want you to think i'm insane but i am 100 percent convinced that he is my soulmate because and he said the same thing. I'm his first relationship. And he was like, you know, I never thought I would find love. And I thought that I would be alone forever. And then you came along. And it's like, I don't know you, but I know you. And, yes. and he literally reads my mind like 24 seven. If I'm thinking something, he'll, it's like telepathy. And it's so interesting because um, he, he read my book that I wrote like a couple years ago. And in there, I wrote like a letter to my future soulmate. And I, it was like two pages long and I described everything I wanted to experience with them the way that I wanted to feel. And we read it together and I was like, you can't make this shit up. I'm literally looking at you right now. He's everything that I wrote in the book. Yes. Come to life. Yeah. Yes. And see your ego initially resisted him. I know. And so there's a good lesson there. That the, the thing that brought you the most joy, your mind initially did not want to let in. And the mind is going to do that with everything good. Everything good, it's going to push back. It's not going to want to let it in. And people don't realize that. They think they, they think that, where's all this good? How come my life isn't good? They don't realize the mind is naturally resistant to good. And because on an unconscious level, a lot of us believe we're not worthy. So when, when there's opportunities for good, we miss them unless we're vigilant against the ego, unless we see, wait a minute, what is this thought, right? The thought is, I can't be with this person because I don't know how to be in a relationship. Well, that's a fearful thought, right? That's bullshit ego thought, you know? So once you start seeing how the ego is very tricky and you start seeing when you listen to spirit, it's you and Nick coming together. It's the perfect, this is the spiritual path. It's like, you move beyond fear. There's love always waiting. There's hot, there's something, there's a miracle always waiting the minute you go against fear. The minute you say, my mind is afraid, 
but I'm going to open my heart. My mind is afraid, but I'm going to forgive. My mind is afraid, but I'm going to surrender. My mind is afraid, but I'm going to move to California, even though I'm afraid. You know, like the, when you go against your ego, there's always a win on the other side. So you and Nick are soulmates. I believe it a hundred percent. I knew when you were talking about him in the beginning, you lit up. And I was like, all right, I don't know anything about this guy, but you know, anyone who can make you light up like that, I was like, why do you, why would you not want to be around him? You know, like, so I love that. And I love that he read your book and I love that he, he loves you. He is falling in love with you at the very least. And so that's how have you been with receiving that love? What you just said reminded me of, I think Marianne said the ego searches but never finds. Yes. So that reminded me of when Nick, I met him initially and I had no interest in pursuing a relationship. Right. But I like how I could be completely honest with him. And I told him everything that I thought I should be ashamed of about myself. Like I literally like word vomited all my past and my trauma and things like that. And he, he was so accepting and just like, he's so generous and kind and loving and fun. And he's, he's like all the good qualities that I've seen in people, but have never been in a relationship with. Yes. Yeah. Because you weren't ready to receive it because you didn't believe you deserved it. But now you believe, I deserve this. Wait a minute. I deserve someone who's going to read my book. I deserve someone who's going to love me. I deserve someone good. I'm good. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm actually a sweet, loving person. Why would I not be with a sweet, loving person, right? It's like, why would I not be? The, the people who say there are no sweet, loving men out there, they don't think they're out there, out there, wherever there is, because the voice in their head beats the shit out of them so much that they don't think they don't even like themselves. So they don't think it's possible. They're so negative and stuck in negative thinking that they don't even think that there's a person out there who's positive and loving and honest and good. Because in their own mind, they're not positive or loving or honest or good. So they think it doesn't exist in the world because it doesn't exist in them. But once you say, wait a minute, the world, I'm a magnet to whatever I am. I'm a very generous person. So I'm a magnet for generous people. I'm a very funny, easygoing person. So I'm going to be a magnet. Anyone who's funny and lighthearted is going to be my match. I'm very smart. I'm going to be a magnet for smart people. I'm very sweet and honest and good. So my match is actually a man who's sweet and loving and good. And so if it's in me, it's got to be out there because the world is a projection of my mind. But people who think there's, there's, it's, it's like love is a unicorn. It's because they don't have the love in them. So they're looking for it outside in the outside world. But once the love is in you, you know the world is just an outpicturing of what's in you. So, of course, I'm going to meet loving people. I'm loving. Of course, I'm going to meet sweet people. I'm sweet. Of course, I'm going to meet high-vibrating people. I'm high-vibrating. You know, could you imagine my best friend being a, oh, I got stuck in traffic today. Uh, no, of course. I'm not like that. So, I'm not going to be a match for those people, you know? So, it's like. 
seeing, of course, you're, you're loving and you're wonderful and you're going to manifest a man who is loving and wonderful. And he's going to give you opportunities to receive, to keep and keep appreciating him. He gets you in the vortex. Keep every time he does something sweet, milk it, you know, think about him choose thoughts about him to help get you in the vortex it's true whenever my mind starts taking me to crummy places and it does i'll like i know i adore my partner tim so i'll like take out a picture of him and i'm like i, I know this bad thing i could think about but oh tim oh he's so cute oh he's so sweet he's so look at this crazy nut job oh i love him so much <laughs> you know it kind of like takes me into the vortex you know it's like so why think about this other thing that's not working or i could think about what is working in my life and when i think about what is working i manifest because i'm now at a different vibration so it's like just telling my mind like okay this part eh, don't know what i'm gonna do about this but this is working you know this is definitely where here i'm in alignment how can i bring what i did here to the other parts of my life you know, this is successful. How can I, I mastered this. You, what you did moving through that initial fear of getting together with Nick, and that was ballsy. I really am impressed you did it, and you did it so fast, too. I was like, I think you should take Nick. And then our next session, like, we went on a date. He bought me a sculpture. I was like, oh, my God, this is, like, really fast. Like, you know, usually people take, they, they resist for a long time. And then initially, you know, but you were just like, ego's afraid, fuck you <laughs> ego, I'm going for it. So it's like that, you know, like that energy is the manifesting energy. Just fuck you ego, I'm going for it. I deserve love. So I love that. So you two, are you boyfriend, girlfriend yet? Or are you still dating? Your boyfriend, girlfriend. <laughs> so it looks like you manifested a healthy, loving relationship. And it was right there all along. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> Isn't that a story? I know. That's, it is. I, that's a story. I never thought it would happen, honestly. I never that's thought it the would. The universe had, you couldn't see. It was there even before you could see it. So it's, everything is like that. It's there. Everything we want is here, but we have to open up and that explaining it to people who aren't spiritual is hard because they haven't had the experience it's like fear is like wearing glasses like dark glasses your whole life you're walking around you think everything is dark but the truth is is you just need to take off the glasses like it's the light is always there it's just from those through that those glasses you can't see your soulmate was waiting for you but you have to take off the glasses and it's like that with everything your your perfect job is there it's literally trusting that that's how the universe works your job is there at the perfect time just waiting for you you're a magnet for it your dream house is there the, the friends you're gonna meet over the next few years clarity is there love is there it's like just taking, you have to take off the glasses to see it, but it's always available for you. Always. You just have to be in that state of being. And then you start to say, wait a minute, why am I not dating this guy? 
guy's amazing. Why am I not fill in the blank? This is so easy, you know? So I love that. So you're, you have your boyfriend, you have your soulmate, you're manifesting your job. What kind of job are you manifesting? I would like to manifest a job that I could. So I am in the psychology field. Okay. Um, I start my doctoral program in August, which is really exciting. Oh so, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, I would love to work in forensics. That would okay. be a dream. Like in the future or now? Now. <laughs> what does forensic mean? Like dead bodies? What is forensics? So forensics, uh, the field I want to work in specifically is like psychopathology. And yeah, sociopaths, jail, prison, things like that. Wait, what do you do in this field? Um, so I want to do, I would love to work for the FBI um, once I get to that level. Um, but I would like to work with like correctional facilities and do like batterers intervention programs. And I would w mo mostly want to work with like sexual assault and domestic violence. Mm, yeah. That's beautiful yeah. because you want to help heal them. Yes. <laughs> so, so this is like your soul's purpose. Yeah. A thousand percent. So, so part of it is. You know, one of the, the good things when you're doing light work is the universe will almost extra support you. It's like trusting, you know, it's almost, you know, a lot of the, the manifesting work I do is like, listen, God, universe, like I'm doing your work. Like you want to use me as a vehicle to spread light. Like we're co-creating this together. So you're gonna you're gonna be the one setting up the divine connections and giving me the inspired ideas and to giving me the clarity on this decision, what I should do next. Like uh, Jesse doesn't know. Jesse has no idea what you want me to do, but I know that you know because you gave me this mission, you know. So this is your soul's purpose, trusting that. You're going to help so many people doing the work you're doing. And it's like, you know, even saying to the universe in the morning, I trust that you are going to use my gifts to help so many people. And I'm so excited to see how you're going to use me. And I'm so excited. I'm trusting that you put this purpose in me. And so I'm willing to step into this. I'm handsomely rewarded for fulfilling my soul's mission. You know, this is not from my ego. This is not me trying to be a real estate agent and become a millionaire. This is not me, you know, trying to get a job to impress other people. Like this is my soul's mission. Mission. So I'm fully supported in this mission because if I wasn't fully supported, I wouldn't be doing this work. Like I'm called to this work because it's my path. So it's like really having faith in not you having faith in this is your purpose. Like it, and you're, you came here to get this done and you're going to get it done through, you're going to be the channel for it, but you're, it's, it's not really going to be you doing it. Like it's not your personality doing it. It's, your personality, your ego getting out of the way so that you can do it. The same thing with a relationship. With a relationship, your ego has to get out of the way so the relationship can happen. But it's not you, like you didn't find love. You didn't do anything. The only thing you did was say, I'm not going to interrupt 
what the universe brought me, you know, and that's the same thing with your gift is like, I'm not gonna universe, you want me to write a book? Okay, I'll get a cup of coffee. I'll sit by the computer. All right, I've got two hours. What's the book universe? <laughs> Tell me, okay, there's an idea. All right, you know, like, it's the same thing with your, your path. It's like, I'm here. All right, show me what you know, what's my next step? What what opportunities do you have for me? I'm willing to spread light, you know, and really honoring that you're on your path and it's all unfolding perfectly. So you're helping people, you're spreading light, and do you have do you want to do this part-time until you start your doctoral program? Do you want to do it full-time? I would like full-time. Full-time position. Yeah. yeah. And how did the interview go last week? It went well. It's just, it's a little discouraging because I've been offered a couple positions and one position, it was working with sex offenders, which I would love to do, but it's not everything is aligning. Like it's either super far, it's like an hour away or it's $12 an hour. Like it's not a lot of money, what I would like to make. So it's just like, I am getting discouraged because I'm starting to believe, well, maybe my perfect job isn't a possibility. Mm. So, so the one from last week. So you are getting job offers, though. Yeah. I've gotten a couple. Oh, so it turns out you're not this useless cookie. You're actually pretty smart and talented. That's pretty amazing. It's amazing. You know what's so amazing about you? You're like, I'm not, I don't know how to be in a healthy relationship. I just, it's, I just can't do it. I don't know where, how to be with a, I want a soulmate. I want a soulmate, but he's, where is he? And then I'm like, oh wait, who is this guy you're mentioning? You keep lighting up. Oh no, him, he's, you know, he's, he's, he's great, but he's not for me, but he is amazing. I'm like, well, why is he not for you? He's so great. I could never be with him. And then it's like, oh, I don't know this job thing, this job, maybe I'm not good enough, maybe I'm not manifesting, I'm feeling discouraged. It's like, well, I've gotten a few job offers. It's just not the, not quite the right job yet, but I've gotten a few job offers. So use that to say, wait a minute, I am getting job offers. It's not like I'm not getting asked on interviews. It's not like I sent my resume to 5,000 places and I'm just hearing crickets. So. I am manifesting that you have been manifesting. So you might not have manifested the job you're taking, but you're not manifesting nothing. You are in the, in the proximity of it. And so what I would say is each job interview you've been on and each job that you is in your field of awareness, appreciate what's good about that job. Like, well, I got offered a job and yeah, it was only $12 an hour, but it was an amazing building and the position itself was great. And the woman that I would have been working with, she was a sweetheart. Like, so I really manifest a job like, oh, that was really meaningful work. I love that there's a job out there that wants to hire me for really meaningful work. And this other job, oh my God, they paid really good money. It was an hour away. But there's a position that's really meaningful and pays really good money. That's awesome. Like, so 
that I can manifest. That's out there in the universe, and I'm and, and I'm manifesting it. All that's it's all coming together because I got this part and I got that part and I got that part and I got that part. So I know that these things are all out there, and it's just a matter of them all coming together. And because I've already manifested the parts, it's out there in the universe. Because now it's just a matter of they're all in one. I used to do this when I was dating. I would go out with men, and I would I would do it by percentages. I would say he has forty percent of what I want. He has seventy. I would just estimate is seventy percent of what I want. So I would say because when you're dating, the mind likes to say there's nobody out there. I'm never gonna find somebody. Nobody out there. So I would say, well, two weeks ago I met a man who was a doctor who was fucking brilliant and went to Harvard. Granted, he was boring as dirt and he wasn't my man, but he was fucking brilliant. So I know there are brilliant men out there. And a month ago, I met a guy who was so funny. We went on a date and he was cracking me up. He was delightfully funny. I know that I can manifest funny men because I've manifested fun, uh, this funny guy. And this other guy, he was really handsome and I was very sexually attracted to him. And he was very sexually attracted to me. So I know I can have a sexual chemistry with people. I've manifested it. I've experienced it. So universe, I've manifested these 25 things with 25 different people. So I know I'm a vibrational match to each of these things. So I trust that you're, there's a, someone out there who has 20 to 25 of these things because I've manifested it before and I know it's possible. So it's like using what you've manifested to say, it's possible. It is possible because I've already manifested it. I haven't manifested it quite all together yet, but the fact that I've manifested components means that I can manifest job offers. I can manifest a job with, with meaningful work. I can manifest a job that does pay decent money for that position. It's just a matter of it all coming together. And I trust that it will because I've seen the parts. So it's like highlighting what you have manifested instead of saying it's not out there, looking for evidence of it is out there. And I'm and I am an attractive employee. I'm an attractive, what do you call it? Like candidate. I'm an attractive candidate because I'm getting job offers. I'm like a magnet for job offers. I bet there's a job that's going to come to me as easily as Nick came to me. I'm almost going to wake up one day and it's just going to be there. And I'm going to be like, really? We didn't even have an in-person interview. We spoke on the phone for eight minutes. And I, you know, it's going to come as easily as Nick. And I know because people want to hire me. I'm talented and I'm smart. And there's so many different jobs out there. And I'm so thankful to get these job offers. It's like, universe, I'm such a magnet for job offers. Like, who's going to offer me a job today? Like, how many job offers am I going to get today? There may even come a point where I have three job offers on the table and I'm just thinking, which one do I want? And maybe this one over here is kind of weird and I never even thought I would do something like that. Like, so just really seeing like you are manifesting, you are manifesting and the ego doesn't want to let you notice it. So it's all unfolding. You, you are in the vortex and you are manifesting and you are worthy and you are good. And it's just 
noticing it more. Your you your ego doesn't want you to see a lot of things that are that are already there, that is already happening for you. You know, your ego wants to see what's not happening. I mean, even in a few weeks, you've gotten job offers, you've discovered your soulmate and enter, entered into a relationship. You know, you've definitely are a happier person. Like, so even in just a few weeks of this month long search, you've already changed a lot in not a long time, you know? So just imagine three months from now, where you're going to be four months from now, like it's really seeing what has happened and, and saying, wait a minute, holy shit. Like I'm getting job offers, you know, like, holy shit. It's, it's all coming together. You know, it's all coming together. I remember I went on a date with a man who was wonderful. Three dates we went out. I really liked him. He all of a sudden got a job in California. He's like, I'm moving to California. He was so wonderful. I was like, all right, go to California. And then I thought to myself, at first I was sad. And then I thought, this is proof that I can manifest an amazing man. Because I just did. Granted, he wound up moving away. But I was like, this is proof. I'm in my vortex. So I was like, it's only a matter of time I'm going to meet a guy who's great, who just happens to not be moving to California. Like, it's just a matter of time. Because once you're a match to something, it, it can come. It's like, once you're a match... Once you've made a hundred thousand a year, you're a match to that income level. You're a, once you've anything you manifest, you become a vibrational match. Even if that opportunity or that thing leaves, you can always get it back because you're you've matched it already. So it's like you've already started matching job jobs offering you positions. So you're feeling confident and good. Now it's just you being picky and finding the right one, but you've already manifested the offers. So it's like celebrating that like, wow, I'm amazing. I've got a soulmate. I'm manifesting job offers. How's your health going? How's the working out? How's the body? How's the soul? Um, my soul feels better than ever. My body, I'm a little... I don't want to say I'm dissatisfied. I'm very grateful, but I've just been feeling less than ideal, especially because the last month or two out of nowhere, I've been struggling with like sporadic acne out of like, it's, they're like sprouting like flowers. They just love me. And it's just been so embarrassing because, um, I haven't dealt with acne in a while. And like, I gained a lot of weight since being off of keto I'm not like binging and I'm not engaging in any of like my previous eating disorder behavior, but I've just gained weight and I've just, my hair is short. I cut it and I just been feeling kind of like a toad. So. Like a toad? Yeah. <laughs> and, and this is when you manifest your soulmate. Isn't that funny? Yeah, it's interesting. This is because this soulmate has nothing to do with what you look like. And love has nothing to do with what you look like is the yeah. real truth. But it's, you know, it's part of being a human, this human body stuff. You know, it's, it's a lot of just that accepting yourself, you know, as you continue to take steps towards health you know, honoring yourself and just watching the ego when she wants to beat you up, you know, that you'll never be the Lauren who your mind wants you to be. You're never going to be her. You could try. You could 
stay up all hours of the night trying to be as fit, as successful, as organized, as perfectly put together, at, you know, fill in the blank. You could try so hard to be that woman and still you would come up short, still. It's like, because then you would do all those things. You'd be like, I got a manicure, I got in shape, I did my hair, I organized my office, I got a new wardrobe, I published a book, I got a new car. And then your mind will say, but I don't have a boat. Uh, But I didn't, you know, I didn't do this the right way. I didn't, you know, so it's part of just seeing when you manifested love. I think it's kind of a good thing. I think the universe has shown it wanted a really, this is a gift because think about it this way. You think you look horrible, even though I think you're gorgeous. You're, you think you look horrible. It's only up from here with Nick, right? Like as far as you looking gorgeous, like imagine when you do feel fit, right? You're going to be like, listen, he met me. See, imagine it was the opposite. Imagine when he met you, you were so fit. And you had hair down to your butt, and you had your skin was glowing, <laughs> right? Now all of a sudden, winter comes, you gain ten pounds. You know you're you're breaking out because it's so fucking cold. Now he met you when you were at the top of your game. So this is kind of perfect from here on out. It only gets better. It's like, oh, I have two pimples instead of seven. I'm killing it. Like, you know, and you know that he loves you for you. You know, you yeah. know that he really loves you and he really wants to be with you for you. So in in some way, it's kind of, it kind of takes the pressure off. Yeah. You know, it's kind of perfect <laughs> that you realize you don't have to look perfect for him at all. And so that's good. It's like, you're, as far as he's concerned, you're a dreamy just as you are. So anything added, if you start getting fitter or, you know, whatever you want to do to yourself, like it's going to be only up from here. But I would definitely say, watch the energy, watch the voice in your head. Every time the voice in your head makes a criticism, counter it with a compliment. The voice in my head goes, oh, I'm so flabby. I'm like, you know, in the mirror, I'm so flabby. And then right away, nope, I'm beautiful. I'm perfect. I'm wonderful. I'm you know, I, I just immediately go into counter it. Like I have beautiful eyes. Don't, you know, I have beautiful hair, you know, like I'm beautiful just as I am. I'm a human being. I don't look like a supermodel, you know, like nobody looks like that. I look gorgeous. So just countering it. Um, so what else, anything, what's your next step? What's your next focus? I plan on releasing my third book, but it's going to be an ebook. So that's my goal for right now. <laughs> You're killing it. Yeah, that's my goal right now. Wow. Yeah, Do in you addition to how everything. You are? Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> I don't think you do. You're releasing your ebook. Yeah, that's the plan. That's, New Year's. that's amazing. Yeah. That's am- what's it about? It's poetry. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. In addition to finding a job and um, just continuing to work with the Course in Miracles, that's my focus for the next. Few yes, weeks. I love that. I love that. Wow, I'm releasing an e. So, oh, so you have on the besides the job, which.
which is going to come into clarity. It's just, you're, you're close. You're not manifesting nothing. Like you are manifesting. It's just not quite there yet, but you're close. Besides that, which is close, things I would say are pretty amazing. I would say for the most part, your, your spirit, you know, you said your soul feels better than ever. You're in the vortex, you know, just really give yourself the, the space to also relax and do nothing to also not think you have to be every single day chasing your goals, doing this, this regimented thing, because this kind of work takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot. There's a cost. There is a cost. So if you have a day where you feel tired as shit, you don't want to send a job resume, you don't want to do a meditation, you, you just want to maybe lay in your bed, eat something delicious, and listen to Louise Hay talk about the stars, like, also know that that's part of the work because you it will recharge you for the next day. So you're killing it right now. You're at like 110 out of 100. But don't be afraid to dip to 85 because then the next day you come back at 110. You don't have to stay pushing so hard with like being this champion, which you are, you know, but also take time for you, take time to do random things, take time to be lazy, take time to, you know, breathe. Because what will happen is that time off will give you the, the break and then you come back stronger. You know, you come back with more momentum, but it's like just being easy with yourself, having fun with Nick, you know, and just going easy on yourself, but you're manifesting. Everything is there and, and whatever it looks like it's not there is there or it's coming and it's just you allowing it and you know, you're doing it. You're doing it. So I love it. You guys, are you going to have a celebration when you release your book of poetry? I hope so. You have to. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> you have to. That's a big, you have to have a celebration. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. What, is your, what did your mom say about everything? She, she tries to be supportive. I think that A Course in Miracles is really going to help me with our yes. relationship and the relationship I have with my sister. Um, yes. because I think it mentions something about wanting people to be different than who they yes. actually are. And that's scripts. the issue. It's scripts. I want you to be kind and you're selfish. I want you to be sweet and you're mean scripts. Yeah. It's just that people are who they are you know, but also not taking in their negativity. So like, I love, I love who you are, but I'm going to leave the room right now because you're just being negative and I need to go read a book and chill and eat a brownie and not hear your voice right now. Um, you know, mm -hmm. so I love that. I love that. Well, take it easy too. You have a lot that's going on. Yeah. You have a lot going on with Nick. Yeah. You've got your soulmate. You're publishing <laughs> your ebook. You're you are getting job offers. Yeah. You know you're you're not doing so bad here. You know you're. Yes, if yes, I yes. think back to even what you said initially, this is said. You feel like a relationship doesn't allow you to have freedom. Um, 
you said you had all this guilt you brought up. So you had a lot of stuff you were looking at and you just went right through it just like that. Just you're, but you did it, but you did it. Nothing. All of that was an illusion. It was never there. You were always this person. You were always this happy, joyful, can receive love person. You just didn't believe that you were. The minute you were willing to be, to believe that you are worthy of love, you instantly became worthy of love. It's just as easy as that with anything. Same thing with abundance. It's there. You don't believe yet you're worthy of it, but it doesn't take a whole lot of time to think, to actually make that switch. The mind thinks it takes years. It doesn't. It doesn't. Just as quickly as you went from thinking you couldn't be in a relationship to having manifested a soulmate and being in a soulmate relationship, like in a blink, that's the speed of the universe. That's when you get in alignment, it pours in and it's like, it just comes. So it's like, that's, that's your expectation that everything you want is as easy as that of you just saying, well, maybe if I just let go, and give it a shot, it'll work out. Well, maybe if I just give myself permission to manifest abundance, it'll come. Maybe I'm worthy of abundance. Maybe I haven't believed it yet, but maybe it could come to me quicker than I could ever imagine. Maybe there's a job out there that's even better than I ever dreamed of, and it would pay me even more money. And maybe it could come to me even faster then like maybe it's so close I'm just gonna check my phone and it's gonna be like someone literally telling me they have a job for me like it's gonna be that simple you know it's like the that fastness that rapidity maybe I've always been amazing and I just haven't let myself see it maybe I'm even more amazing now than I even will let myself see I wonder how much more amazing I can feel and this is Gay Hendricks work it's receiving more and more joy how much more joy can I receive how much more love can I receive how many more new friends could I make that would love me as much as Nick would love me how many amazing co-workers out there could I meet who are going to be so much fun to hang out with. I bet in this new job, I'm going to meet amazing people and I'm going to help people and I'm going to feel more worthy and successful than I've ever felt before. And maybe I've always been that worthy and successful. I just haven't let myself believe it, but maybe I actually am successful and I actually am a vibrational match to this amazing job because I'm so talented and successful and amazing. You know, it's like opening up to seeing what you haven't quite let yourself see, but trusting that it's there, that everything that you are, you, you, everything you want, you already are. You are that, and you are that person. You are that successful, healthy, beautiful, peaceful, talented woman who spreads light, who is worthy of love. You already are her and you're trying to be her, but you're already her. You're trying to find a soulmate. You already had a soulmate. So it's like almost stopping the trying and moving into the knowing, you know, like I don't even need to try because I'm obviously her. I'm like, I don't need to try to be successful. I'm successful. I, you know, like, I don't need to try to be beautiful. I'm beautiful. There's no trying. I am. 
You know, it's like, and that's the tiniest little shift. It's the, I'm not trying, I am. I am these things and I see it and I see it and I'm starting to see it more and more. I'm starting to see how talented I am. I'm starting to see myself the way Nick sees me. I'm starting to see I can receive love. I'm starting to see that I'm whole and that I'm healed and there was never anything wrong with me. Never. And I thought there was something wrong with me, but that was the illusion. The truth is I'm actually amazing. That's the truth. And it's just me being willing to see it more and more and more, being willing to see what's already there and that you are that person already. And that's manifesting. That's the quickest, quickest manifesting tip there is.